from the cycle of uh, birth and death. That's the main anxiety, root anxiety. So to, to clarify the mind of a nirvana, <coughs> the wisdom of enlightenment is easy, but to enter the wisdom of a discrimination is hard to enter the world of impermanence, the world of discrimination, or the world of injustice is hard. You know that. <coughs> it's, uh, uh, for instance, uh, uh, it's easy to be here <coughs> sitting on mat and cushion. Your legs may suffer for a while, but anyway, it's easy compared to uh, what, what would happen, what you might experience once you step outside the temple. <coughs> and uh, I experience that all the time, entering the world of discrimination, the wisdom of discrimination, as <coughs> said in this verse, the world of impermanence and change. <coughs> the world of uh, 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 what the world of uh, paranoia and uh, what's the word? If there's a pa- 
paranoia and uh, schizophrenia. <coughs> now, if you are, say, Monday through Friday, if you take a, an account of your loss and gain <coughs> on uh, your activities in the world of discrimination, <coughs> then often you would find out your account will tell you you are more on the low side than gain. Not just in terms of uh, <coughs> material terms, but uh, <coughs> you lose peace of mind. You get upset. And then also, eventually, you have to learn to be content with the role of an underdog, which I experience all the time. But then, <coughs> then you realize you know, losing is not so bad. You lose your feelings, you lose your perception, you lose your impulse, you lose your fight scandals. That's, <coughs> that's what the heart stress says. So now here, uh, speaking about five scandals and uh, losing, <coughs> it, uh, it's the uh, three qualities of your mind. You know, mind is a uh, <coughs> what is what becomes aware of and also what experiences uh, being good or being bad or uh, <coughs> being sour and painful mm -hmm. this is what mind activities and the, but the three qualities of uh, your mind are the number one is empty. Whatever it happens is still empty. And second one is uh, luminous or transparent. And the third, the third quality is unfettered or more positively boundless. These are three qualities <coughs> which remain the same in spite of uh, all your melodrama and the vicissitudes you undergo with your mind. <coughs> so you get upset and you are happy and excitable and uh, all that. And but your original mind still remains empty. And you may be confused and fanatical and all that. <coughs> And <coughs> still your mind remains transparent and uh, luminous. And finally, your mind, <coughs> in spite of your aging or samsara, whether in this lifetime or next lifetime or in the previous lifetime, is still boundless, unfettered. 
Now, how do you grasp this mind? <clears throat> That's task in your meditation practice. So grasping your mind, applying this mind. <clears throat> The difficulties, there are four difficulties <coughs> you have to know to grasp your mind. The number one is, it's just too close to recognize. That's the number one difficulty, to even notice it. Too close to recognize and notice. And the second difficulty is, it's too easy to believe. And third difficulty is uh, too excellent to appreciate it, to accommodate it. And the fourth quality is, it's too profound. So never mind about the third and fourth quality, you just stay with the first two quality. <coughs> you know, it's, um, we say uh, it's always dark under the lamp light, this shade. <coughs> so uh, your mind would go all around. You know. Even in meditation, we are soon going to <coughs> begin retreat starting this evening. <coughs> Men, <coughs> you struggle with two things. One is uh, daydreaming. It's a crazy daydreaming. <coughs> That's one extreme. The other extreme is lethargic, sleepy. So there, you really learn to help yourself. That's just a, <coughs> you have to be the true person, true person with an awakened heart to the retreat. If you lack mm, being true and sincere, and also if you cannot develop an awakened heart to sustain, to support your practice, you would like a pendulum, you would either go to a you know, daydream from daydream and then the other way, you know, lethargic and you know, sleepy and all that. And also not just the mind, it's physically demanding. But here, well I tell you, okay, well you, you provide a chair, so you come from chair culture, so you can really sit in a chair. <coughs> That's comforting, right? <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> You know, as, uh, uh, even though you are lay people, you know, during the retreat, uh, you have to stay here. <coughs> Unless you can prove that, uh, <coughs> you know, that, that you are, you can always run away. Uh, some people run away. <laughs> but it's, um, the vow is, you know, if you feel sick, then you go into your room quietly and lie down. You continue to practice. You lie down, 
practice. When you get sick, actually you ca your concentration can improve because you lose interest in all other things, you know, going to party and all these things. <laughs> so <coughs> your mind can be more, you know, <coughs> focused on your practice. So you learn to take care of yourself. And in the process, eventually, you learn to take care of the world. <coughs> so, <coughs> it's, uh, uh, but it's all is here, as you can see here. So, <coughs> keep your mind here. So, so, here the mind is awareness. As I said, it's what is aware. So uh, your mind is the origin you know, for all these things. <coughs> now, <coughs> meditation, as you no, it's uh, ineffable and inscrutable. Ineffable means simply words of faith. When it, when it comes to meditation, you have to you have to just sit. There's nothing you know to verbalize about it. So it's called ineffable. You have to experience it with your whole body-mind. There's a silence, non-verbal culture. You stop talking. And so silence creates space. And so in silence and in awareness, <coughs> you come in contact, contact with <coughs> what is true, <coughs> what is pure and what is noble and what is infinite. So now, uh, inscrutable is you cannot <coughs> you cannot elaborate or analyze. You have to just sit and chew your practice. almost like cows. Sometimes the cows they do regurgitating. Sometimes you sit there <laughs> regurgitating your past or something like that. That's not funny. So <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it's in ineffable <coughs> and inscrutable. <coughs> uh, it's uh, uh Whatever it is you pursue, it's right there. That's what Buddhism is all about, waking up. There's no alternative. Of course, you can always go and pray. The <coughs> you can go to church, or mosque, or synagogue, or any other place. But also, uh, uh, 
uh, <coughs> the, the main theme of a Buddhist practice is, uh, you know, Buddha did, him, did it himself. <coughs> you can help yourself. If you can help yourself, you can help uh, your family, your community, and your world. So it's the Bodhisattva's work. So in a sense, uh, the peace of the world and justice of the world it depends upon your practice. One person, <coughs> when this person becomes a true ordinary person with an awakened heart, that makes difference. So we are here doing this in order to make a difference. Wherever you are, wherever you work, Oh. Uh. 